Hello and welcome to Hope in the Pain. You know, dealing with pain is hard. It is really hard. It's exhausting and I have found that it can be isolating. Myself, I'm dealing with MS and I have been for a while now. And what I know for sure are a couple of things. Number one, we need hope. And number two, we need to know that we're not alone. Again, welcome to Hope in the Pain. Again, welcome to Hope in the Pain. My name is Kim Peek, and as I said in my intro, I myself am dealing with MS. And, you know, one of the things I have found that is just so, so important to me is to have hope, to have daily hope. And, you know, that has come in a lot of ways. Number one, it has come through other people telling me that they're praying for me, um, offering to run an errand for me or bring me dinner when I had a bad day, offering to talk to me about it, offering um, knowledge for me to look into for different treatments. And um, that's really just the start as far as um, seeing what other people do to offer me hope. You know, other things that offer me hope are just my close relationships. You know, my family and my friends that don't give up on me, that even though I have a lot of bad days, they still check on me. They still want to talk to me. They still want to be my close friend and engage with me and do things with me when I can, which is just amazing. Finally, and really most important is my relationship with Christ. And the hope that I have through that comes in a lot of different forms again, right? Um, through prayer and just feeling that peace that doesn't come any other way through um, reading the word and seeing the words of hope. And there's so many other ways, which I will talk about at different points of this podcast. But what I want to focus on today are some words of wisdom that I got from my husband. My husband did give me some real words of wisdom when I asked him one time what would be helpful for him to see me doing and me focusing on. Because I have to tell you, when you are going through a health issue and you're not doing well part of the time, I think it's just as hard as my husband for him to deal with it and to see what I'm dealing with as it is for me to go through it myself. And you know, sometimes it's hard that communication between he and I to um, be able to know that we're both um, doing as well as we can, uh, to know how we're each handling it. And so one thing I did one time I did, I asked him, what were some of the things he would want to see in me for him to know that would communicate to him that I was doing as well as I could. And you know, he told me three things. The three things he said are this. Number one, embrace my limitations. That was kind of hard to hear. Number two, dial back my achiever desire, which was also hard to hear. Number three, maximize the routines I can in my life, which that was not hard for me to hear because that's what I base a lot of my life on. So as he gave me these three, um, I guess, uh, I don't even know what you call them, words of wisdom or just the things he really wanted to see in me that would help him, um, 
I really kind of broke them down and I thought about what that would look like in my life. And I wanted to share it with you, hoping that that will help you have some hope in a couple of ways, right? Number one, maybe there's somebody in your life that it would be good for you to ask them what would be helpful for them to see you doing in your own life as you're dealing with, with pain. Again, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional, whatever kind of pain it is. And number two, it really helps you to have that perspective from somebody else, right? We can't see everything ourselves, right? Sometimes we have blind spots and it's good to get other people's input. So what I want to do today is break down these three for um, you and how they play out in my life and hope that um, you will find some things in those that can be helpful for you or it will spark um, different points in your own life of how you can be handling um, whatever pain you're going through. The first one, embrace limitations. As I said, that was kind of hard for me. I'm definitely a person who has goals and I want to go for it. And I list out my goals and how I can achieve them and and the people I want to see and the things I want to be involved with. And so the first thing I had to do to embrace my limitations was to be honest with myself about what those limitations were. And that was hard for me because I wanted to feel like I was doing as much as I could and tomorrow was going to be better and I could do more. But I had to be honest with where I was and what that really looked like for my life. The second thing I had to do was not push too hard. Again, something difficult for me. But um, I found that if I push too hard on a day, that the next day, the next couple days sometimes, I would feel worse. And that not only made it hard on me, that also made it harder on Doug. To make it harder for Doug, really was difficult for both of us because he was doing all he could. He still does to do all he can to help me. And if I am pushing the limits, right, by maybe not getting enough sleep or um, pushing too hard by eating too much junk food that I know is going to make me feel much worse the next couple of days, help inflammation kind of flare up in my body, then it's really not it's not fair to him as it's not good for me. And so I've really tried to watch that. Finally, to know that line. And it's taken me some time to know the line, where my limitations are, and where the line is so I don't push too hard. The second one was perhaps the hardest thing that he said for me and my personality. He said I needed to dial down my achiever's desires. And as I said, I love making goals. I love doing lots of things, right? And so to think about dialing back achievement in my life, I got to tell you, that was really hard to swallow. And I think it was so hard to swallow because accepting these different points that he shared with me and that he wanted to see in my life made me say out loud and to myself that this disease had taken me to a point and I wasn't going to probably get a lot better. You know, so many times in life we go through things, we go through illnesses or difficult situations and we know it's going to get better. But what do you do when you know it's not going to get better and you have to accept that? Um, you know, that takes some time. That takes some time for all of us. And 
I think it's okay to realize it's going to take some time. In my notes here, as I have that, um, in all capital letters, I put, it's so hard. Again, so hard because sometimes we have pain in our life that is going to stay. It's going to kind of take up residence with us in our life. And no matter what we do, we cannot get rid of that pain. There's a lot we can do to maximize the best we can feel, right? But in a lot of ways, we're going to have to manage that pain, manage that situation, and accept what it means for our life. You know, a lot of times I would think to myself, and I still do sometimes think about what I would be doing if I felt good, right? Maybe I would be going on a hike with my dog in the foothills, which by the way, something I really miss. And I haven't given up on hopefully being able to do that some. But it's something I used to do all the time. And so a lot of times I would feel like, and I would think, gosh, I wish I could be doing this, right? And there's lots of other things, and I'm sure there are for you as well. When you're going through pain, you think, this is what I would be doing if I felt good. Um, other things for me, I'd be going to the coffee shop with my son a lot, right? I would be traveling. I'd be going and visiting my daughter and my mother-in-law. Um, and so I can make you a long list of things that I would be doing if I felt better. And so I realized dialing back my achiever um, desires, I may not be able to do those things to the point that I would like to. Some of them I may need to give up completely. But even those things that I need to give up completely, there may be a way I can adjust, right? Like a lot of times my son and I, we would go to the coffee shop. We would chat. We'd get coffee. He's gone from um, pumpkin spice lattes to creme brulee frappuccinos. I'm sure he'll go to something else again at some point. Me, I've gone from frou-frou drinks down to uh, decaf Americanos. That should tell you something. But we have adjusted, and now we get in our car, and we drive to Starbucks, which usually has a very long line in the drive-thru, and we have plenty of time to talk while we're doing that. So I have made a lot of adjustments in my life, but they still allow me to do a lot, but I just need to adjust and do it differently. Another thing I've learned about dialing back my achievement desires is along with thinking about all those things I wish I could do if I only felt better, I have learned to tell myself, don't have excuses. On days when I do feel a little good, what can I do? What can I do on that list that maybe I had... I wasn't able to do the day before or the week before. Now that I feel a little better, no excuses. And for me, what that means is just going for a short walk with my dog, right, in the neighborhood. I'm really hoping um, by spring, I'll build up to be able to go back and hike a little bit in the foothills. But either way, no excuses now. Let's start working on that building up my endurance, building up the length I am able to go with my dog. Finally, Doug told me to maximize routines. And when he said that, I thought, oh, cool. I like doing that. 
it was really hard to do that because I went through a period of time um, in 2021 and, and somewhat through 2022 where I just haven't felt good much, right? I mean, I, I if I'm up in a few hours during the night because of pain that I'm sleeping in in the morning and then it's makes it hard to get up and do that prayer time I wanted to do or do the stretches I wanted to do because by the time I'm up and around, had breakfast, it's already late morning, right? I'm already thinking about lunch in the afternoon. But you know what I have found? Start with as much of a routine as I can. And as I've done that, I've been able to do a little bit more and more. Another thing I've done is take a look at routines and go step by step by step. I can't set out all these main goals that I want to do, all these routines I want to do. I need to just go step by step. Let me give you an example. If it was up to me, I'd be waking up early. I'd be having a prayer time. I would be going walking in the morning before or after breakfast. I would be getting a lot done on my house, you know, whether it's cleaning, laundry, whether it's, you know, working on uh, making doctor appointments, um, getting the windows cleaned, you know, whatever it is, run the gamut of just all the business of having a house, having a family, uh, working on health issues, all of that in the morning. But you know what? As I said, a lot of mornings, it's late morning by the time I'm up and around and I've missed hours that I could have put that routine into practice. So what I've done is I have set the first part of the routine that's really working for me. What I did is I decided whether I wake up in the middle of the night, whether I wake up early in the morning, or whether I wake up in the middle of the morning, the first thing I'm going to do, whether it's in bed or getting up and sitting with my Bible, I'm going to read my devotion it's actually on my phone. The book is on my phone, so I can read the book or I can read it on my phone, the devotion for that day. And I'm going to pray through every member of my family. And right now, also to start off with that, I'm going through the fruits of the Spirit and attributing those to God. So let me give you an example. Uh, what I did, um, the let's see, it was early morning when I woke up. I woke up at 6 and I couldn't get back to sleep. I woke up at six and I just started praying to God, thanking him for peace, patience, patience. I went through the fruits of the spirit. I started at the first one a few days ago, love, joy, peace, patience. That's the one I'm on right now. And I just thank God for his patience with me and a lot of other attributes of God with his patience. Then I asked him to forgive some things that I know I have been wrong in. And then I went through the list of my family members. I started with my husband. Then I went to my oldest son, his wife. Then I went to my daughter, her husband. Then I went to my youngest son. Then I went to my mom and dad. Then I went to my husband's mother and her husband. Did I say that right? My husband's mother and her husband. I did say that right, even though it sounded kind of crazy. And you know what? Um, this morning I didn't, but I should have. Also pray for, um, you know, 
extended family as well. Sometimes I do that. Not always, but sometimes. And you know what? That's something I can do every single day. And that is something that is giving me a routine, right? It's giving me a routine. I can maximize it. And then I can add steps to it. I'm also doing a Bible study with a friend, which is great for me because it's not like an everyday routine that I do that Bible study chapter, but it's accountability for me. And it's working in a routine of Bible study for me. And that is really, really helpful. Um, What I'm also starting to do the next step, I am starting to walk it's just a few minutes after every meal. Um, I'm not there yet, right? I, I am not at that routine level yet that I am doing that, but I'm starting to, okay? And I have other goals that are the next step and the next step and the next step. So I have those out. So to maximize the routines, I'm starting to do that. Now, there will be some days that I have really bad days, but you know what? No matter what day and no matter how I'm feeling, I can always pray for my family and read this devotion. So if nothing else, I can do that. So adjusting, you know, I talked about in dialing back um, achiever desires, and that comes with adjusting things. Maximizing routines also calls for adjusting things. Um, Another thing that's helped me with that is to maximize my routines is I create checklists for myself. Take my vitamins. What's my pain level in the morning? What's my pain level in the afternoon? How much gluten did I eat? How much sugar did I have? Hopefully for those, there's a lot of days it's zero. Um, I found for myself a little bit of gluten, like if we're having pizza, a piece of pizza now and then is not a big deal for me. But I really have to watch my sugar because that totally inflames my um, nerves. Last night we had a family dinner and my mom made um, a lemon cake that I remember from my growing up here. She had never made it, uh, at least that the grandkids remember. That cake was gone. It was like locusts came through and ate that cake. You know what? I didn't have any because I knew it would inflame my nerves at that time. But I encourage you to make checklists for yourself. I just made a whole new checklist today because again, I have found kind of where I'm at on sleep and pain and um, what I eat and taking my vitamins. A lot of these different things, I have been um, tracking them with my checklist now for a while, and I've learned some things about what makes me feel the best. So now I'm going to an entirely new checklist, and I know that's going to help me. And what I'm doing there is um, I would kind of grade my sleep on one to five, how good I thought it was. But you know what I'm finding now is I need a certain amount of sleep. And so if I don't get it at night, I'm going to have to start making time to make up for it during the day. And I really think that's going to help me. So I'm starting to track that. Finally, um, I've learned in maximizing routines to ask a friend for accountability or support. I've actually asked a friend of mine to um, ask me every week about um, how I'm working out, how I'm being active, all of those types of things. Again, ah, 
the last year and a half has just totally wrecked my my body, right? And it's been difficult for me. It's been very difficult for me because, like I said, I used to go to the foothills a lot. I'd go to the gym and do weights. Not like I was in like some super shape athlete, but I was really healthy and I was really active. So it's been really hard not to be that way. But I want to start doing that again. I'm going to start going to um, a physical therapist. Um, and like I said, I'm going to start walking a couple of minutes after every meal. And I've asked her for accountability for that. Now, you'll notice I didn't say I've asked my husband to hold me accountable for that. And I want to make a, um, a statement about our spouses. Our spouses, if we're dealing with pain, they have a lot to deal with as well. And I'm trying to find ways that um, I can lean and get support from other people, not always put it on Doug, my husband, because he already has a lot on him. And I need to be aware of ways I can really keep my other relationships healthy and not to put too much on him. And so that's one thing I've really been aware of in maximizing routines is not make it all about him helping me keep them. Okay, I've said a lot. I feel like I've kind of rambled. I, I hope that's been helpful for you. Let me kind of review those real quick. The three pieces of um, advice or points that Doug made to me was to embrace my limitations, to dial back my achiever desires, and to maximize routines. I've kind of given you some little uh, stories about how I've done those things in my life. And you can tell from what I've said, I'm still working on those. What I want to ask you now is how are you doing with these types of things? Do you have some points that, um, and some different things that your spouse or whoever is supportive of you during this time of pain, they're able to see that you are doing what you can to do your best in dealing with this pain. Um, as I talked about the three points that I'm really focused on, did um, anything come to your mind about what you might be doing uh, to try to work through and manage this pain the best you can? What I want to encourage you to do is lay out one thing to help you right now, whether it's one of these points or you have a different one. And the reason I want to ask you to do that is that it helps go through the pain. It really, really does. It's something positive to be in our lives, right? And that is really needed. So, um, if you've thought of one, you might want to turn off this podcast or this YouTube video right now for a moment to write yours down if it's not one of the three I had. And I want you to, um, again, lay out a couple of steps you can do for those in your life. You can follow me on Instagram at Hope in the Pain. I'll be uh, posting about these. And I want to encourage you to respond with a reply or comment on my Instagram post this next week to let me know how you're doing with those. Be one of the first five people to post a comment and let me know how you're doing for a chance for me to buy you coffee, okay? That's my thing. I love to get coffee for people. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'm going to um, do drawings that I can Venmo people or Cash App or whatever you have for your coffee. 
because that's just giving you a little hope, hope in a cup. I think coffee is sometimes or tea, whatever your drink is. Okay. Um, I want to do that for people. I want to ask you to subscribe to this podcast. I want to ask you to follow me. And I want to leave you with some words of hope. Every time I'll have some different words of hope. Today's words of hope are from Romans 13. I'm sorry, Romans 15, 13. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me read that again. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is so what I want for you. I want you to have hope. That's the whole reason I am doing this podcast is I want to share hope with you as you're going through your pain. Again, subscribe, follow, comment, have the best week you can and make the most of the life you've got. Thanks for joining Hope in the Pain.